pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The newest defendant as that is charged as part of the classified documents case brought by special counsel Jack Smith against former president and 2024 presidential candidate Donald Trump made his initial appearance in Miami federal court on Monday on the charges against him. And that new defendant is the Mar-a-Lago property manager. Joining us right now with a little bit more on this is Fox News Radio's Evan Brown. Good morning, Evan. How are you? Good morning. What do we know about this right now with Carlos De De Oliveira being charged, and he's just the property manager? Well, yes, he is the property manager, and he is now charged in the existing Mar-a-Lago documents case. Before the weekend, prosecutors unveiled uh, what is known as a superseding indictment, and that is when they uh, essentially get like a second draft on the indictment. So the original indictment stands, the multiple count indictment against former President Donald Trump and his uh, his personal valet, Walt Nauta, uh, but now uh, prosecutors saying that there are additional crimes in the same case. Uh, some of those new charges have to do with obstruction. They're levied against the former president, uh, but others have to do with uh, this Mr. Oliveira, or D. Oliveira, uh, uh, Carlos de Oliveira. He's the property manager at Mar-a-Lago. They say he tried to uh, have uh, security camera recordings erased or deleted, uh, and then try and then uh, covered it up. Uh, you know, lied to police or lied to investigators about it. So, uh, Mr. De Oliveira was uh, in court yesterday at the federal courthouse in Miami uh, for a for surrendering and making an initial appearance. He's been released. He will. Uh, or is due back, uh, I think, uh, August 10th for a more proper arraignment. Uh, hopefully by then, supposedly, he will have secured a defense attorney for himself. So let, let me let me understand this. It, it's, it's believed that Donald Trump directed De Oliveira and, and his valet to go and delete the footage, right? That's the accusation, correct? That is the case that the federal prosecutors want to make, that uh, there was a uh, an attempt to conceal the movement and mishandling of classified documents at Mar-a-Lago, uh, and that uh, through all of that, uh, starting with the former president and down through his employees, uh, that uh, especially in the case of Mr. de Olivero, that uh, there was an attempt or a request made to delete or erase security camera recordings, uh, and then to uh, to obfuscate about that or lie about it uh, when being questioned by by authorities. So, if they're going to be questioned by authorities too, they could also just say, "Hey, we we were doing what our boss told us, right?" Or or do you think that the three of them are going to kind of remain tight lipped? The the three defendants in this this superseding indictment. Well, I couldn't tell you what they will do, but uh, their defense attorneys will obviously advise them. They will decide either to plead not guilty, to say I'm not, I, I am not guilty of what you are claiming I have done, uh, or they will say, uh, 
perhaps something more along the lines of a positive defense uh, or an affirmative defense, rather, to say, well, I did A, B, and C, but it's not a crime to do A, B, and C. Uh, or they might flat out say, I have no idea what you're talking about. Mm. Um, you know, all those are their options. So, uh, it, you know, again, that, that's, that comes after consultation with a defense attorney uh, and who will decide to either agree to testify to what or this or that. The other thing, Mr. De Oliveira was initially considered to have been a witness in the case. He's now, um, uh, he's now a suspect. He's now a defendant. Uh, and so that means, uh, from my you know, surmising of this is that he's not a cooperating witness for the prosecution. They probably wanted him to talk, and he's not talking, so now they're going to, to, to put his, screws, his thumbs under some screws here by charging him with crime. So we'll, we'll see if that's actually what, uh, what, what happened and, and you know, what, what his decision is from here. De Olivero's attorney, John Irving, was asked if, if he was going to testify against Trump, and Irving made the comment and said, I'm not going to go there. And, and I think that's what a lot of people are wondering. And, and as you mentioned in your last comments there, they couldn't get him to speak as a witness. They're, they may be hoping, all right, well, now you're charged. Now your butt is on the line. Maybe, just maybe, you'll speak now. Is that kind of the, the sense of, amongst many of, of the, the people that are vying for Donald Trump right now? Well, that is a known tactic of prosecutors going back to um, antiquity times, you know, to, uh, to, to, to try to use that force of prosecution against a witness uh, to try to get them to squeal on someone else. Uh, that is, if there's anything to squeal about. It, it, there may just be the case that uh, this Mr. de Oliveira really has nothing to say, uh, and in which case prosecutors are probably going to be very disappointed. Uh, you know what's what's interesting is you know what you know what what has he told them already either under any kind of perhaps deposition uh, that they could go to a judge with and say look he's already said X Y and Z we want him to say it on the stand uh, and uh, you know whether you know what their options would be and what what the defense uh, of both Mr. Oliveira and Mr. Trump would say about that. Um, so, you know, the, the three are co-defendants, but they will likely have the ability to, you know, have their own de- individual defenses uh, and therefore, you know, petition the judge to stop someone else from testifying if they believe it's, you know, uh, immaterial or coerced. Despite these new charges that are that are out against the former president, he seems to be moving up in the polls still, right? It's not dragging him down. It's boosting him up. It's- it doesn't seem to be. Uh, the polls, for what they are and, and for what they can be believed, uh, do show him to still be far and away the front runner in the Republican primary matchups. He's a good, I think, nearly 30 or maybe even more, 30 points ahead of, of uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. I think the first real poll that we need to pay attention to will be the actual Iowa caucuses, I believe, which are in February. Uh, they'll give us a bit more of a concrete uh, look as to how popular someone may be. Of course, that has to deal with just Iowa uh, and just really, you know, partisan voters uh, in a very weird system called the Iowa caucuses. So uh, I, I don't know how how much truth-telling or crystal balling that has, uh, you know, effect that will have on New Hampshire or South Carolina or even beyond that when the primaries might get a little bit more serious. Um, so, you know, 
then, of course, money factors into all of that to determine the staying power for a candidate. But, uh, you know, but we're just so far away off from that. I think everyone that likes to look at this as some kind of horse race day by day with polling numbers. And I think they do need to take that with grains of salt. Yeah. And I saw yesterday $40 million. Where is is Donald Trump getting this kind of money from to pay for his legal fees and attorney fees with all these new indictments that are coming out? Well, he, in case you haven't heard, he's got a lot of money. I, I heard that once or twice. <laughs> uh, he's also had donations. He's also uh, he's also done other kinds of fundraising. So um, it doesn't seem that he's hurting for the money uh, to be able to hold, you know, combat these charges uh, and uh, you know and whatnot. So um, you know, I, I don't think uh, they have tried to go after his money in the past. They haven't been able to do that. Uh, you know, they, they've tried to shame people, have tried to shame him with tax returns being made public, uh, and it has backfired on them when they find out that in one year, for instance, he made clear close to, I think it was like $40 million in charitable donations. So, you know, I mean, it's just, you know, how, how much did you give to charity last week? So, uh, yeah, it, it, it's, uh, he seems to come up on top of a lot of these things, whether or not that, you know, that holds true going forward, it's yet to be seen, but. But here we are. All right. A lot of great information there. We appreciate it. We'll we'll uh, continue talking with you, Evan, as we as we find out more. It, are there any other possible indictments that are in the works at all that Donald Trump has hinted at? I know he's been pretty vocal on Truth Social when anything new comes out. Well, yes, he's uh, he is facing an indictment in the federal court of D.C. Uh, regarding January 6th connected stuff. Uh, and in Atlanta, the Georgia uh, prosecutor in Atlanta is looking to indict him for interfering with Georgia's presidential election, having to do with that phone call to the Georgia Secretary of State, where he asks, could we find any more votes somewhere or something to that effect? Uh, so, yeah, those two are on the table. There's, he's already been indicted by the state of New York, uh, and um, we suspect there could be, uh, you know, the legal troubles aren't over. Wow. Well, yeah, and the primary, I mean, the, the primary is closer than it seems. I mean, May, the, I'll say this, Evan, the older I get, I can tell you that May is going to be here tomorrow. <laughs> it, it, it just happens so fast. We really appreciate your time, sir. You have a great day. Yeah.